Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. What's going on? Oh, Are I'm not having... plugged in. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's because I accidentally unplugged you. Okay. Anyway. Minor technical difficulties at Fun Employment Radio. I was wondering why you were looking at me like you were starting the show. I'm like, I don't hear anything. Oh, yeah, that would be kind of a problem. No, I forgot. I think I accidentally unplugged your headphones yesterday and then didn't plug them back in. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. Yes, it is. Uh, Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon, where I'm sabotaging all of her equipment. Hello. I was wondering why I couldn't hear anything because we always do the testing. I'm like, la, la, la. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, he probably says my microphone muted. <laughs> no, no, I unplugged you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Gee, Greg, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> it's my. My show! Me! Hello, it's me! I'm Greg! <laughs> uh, wow. So, um, maybe we should just get right into this and talk about this. So, yesterday on the show, towards the end, I think you announced this on the show, I what did. you were doing. Yeah. yeah. So, you went to the... Okay, this is going to be kind of embarrassing. Is it Sex in the City or Sex and the City? Sex and the City. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I always screwed that up. Yeah. Sex and the City. No, it's, it's confusing, though, because nobody knows. So, yeah, I went and saw Sex and the City... Two yesterday. Wait, I have some. I have some music. Oh, Here. specifically planned for this. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna talk about it briefly. So, there really isn't anything to spoil. It's a fucking Sex in the City movie. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I can't imagine there's a whole lot in there. Well, the. The movie wasn't um, as bad as, like, the experience of, like, getting all the way out there and um, seeing all the people that come for a free screening of a Sex in the City movie. Ah, uh, yes. It was pretty entertaining. So, um, yeah, so, so Sarah Wagner, uh-huh. who we used to work with, uh, she works for a local radio station here in town. And that radio station was putting on um, the screening, the premiere of Sex in the City out in, like, Tigard or something out there. So we drove all the way out there. You know, it took, like... 45 minutes to get there in rush hour traffic. Yeah, so that's a bad just, time to get Oh, out yeah, because it started at 7, and we had to get there, like, somewhere around 6, so it's just, like, right in the heart of uh, rush hour traffic. So we get in, and as we walk into the building, like, all you hear, like, shrieking women, like, shrieking, like, you know, Ugh. all, like, bejeweled, like, crazy-looking women wearing, like, you know, skirts and high heels That and sounds stuff, like the most all, miserable like, experience I would ever encounter. All, like, clutching their free movie pass tickets. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, it was awful. So we got there. And um and I'm so grateful to Sarah. That was like the coolest thing ever because I really did want to see the movie. Yeah. And um but it was weird because that's the first time I've been at a radio station event since we got fired from the radio station. Oh yeah. So some of our old coworkers were there. Oh really? It was weird. And you know what? I learned last night we're easily forgettable. Like really? I saw I saw some of the promo kids that we used to work with, some of the um, promotions team that yeah. used to work with us. And I said hi to this guy, and he just kind of looked at me. He's like, hi. Like and he's like, here, have a free pass for the Applebee's after party. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We it hasn't together. been that long. I know. Like we worked <laughs> together for like three years. Wow, so like, and he's already forgotten. Mm-hmm. He's like, here, come to the come to the Applebee's <laughs> Sex in the City after party. Sounds crazy. That was just so crazy. So basically, um, the best thing that I learned from radio is if you walk with a confident pace and kind of look like you know where you're going, you can basically mm-hmm. get into anything. So there was oh this, yeah, yeah. There was this huge line, and Sarah's just like. Fuck this! I don't want to. I don't want to wait in this line. So we just stepped over the rope, walked past all the security, which are going through like everybody's bags and stuff, and like wanding them down to make sure nobody is like videotaping it, uh-huh. and just walk right into the theater even before they're letting people <laughs> in. Just look like you know what you're doing, and you can basically get anywhere. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. it's true. Yeah, if you if you look confident, you look straight ahead. You look like don't fuck with me. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. 
Um, yeah, you can get away with so much stuff. You totally can. And nobody questioned it. Like, I thought people were going to be yelling at us for cutting in line or anything. And we just, like, walked past the entire line. Like, the security guy, kind of, you know, kind of looked over at us. And we just didn't even look at him. We just, like, walked straight ahead. Walked right into the theater. There was nobody in there. And we, like, got <laughs> our, like, prime seats in the front and then watched... Oh, God, watch the games begin with all of the people who finally started to shuffle in. Yeah. Good Lord. You would have been in hell. You would, it was, I, it, I can only imagine. Oh, my God. It was all, like, you know, 18-year-old girls or, like, um, I don't mean to be, like, stereotype, but, like, like bigger women. Uh-huh. It was a lot of, um, a lot of bigger women. A lot of people wearing, like, a lot of, like, bigger women wearing a lot of jewelry and, like, satin clothes. I bet there was tons of perfume, too. Tons of perfume, tons of makeup. <sighs> um, a lot of people, um, you could tell that some of the women went out and had, like, Cosmos before because they were totally, like, drunk. There were people <laughs> wandering in, they're like, I'm so excited. I'm, if I was a Sex and the Sick character, I'd be Carrie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but the worst thing, so there was this... And there's a TV station there. Um, there's a local station. You, you know, um, there's this girl that's on TV. Yes. Yes. She's at all of those things. Yeah. So she's yeah. always at all of those things. You know, she's like super tiny, and she was like sitting in front of us. But um, she had to, you know, talk to all the people b- before she had to get up and like make her huge. Like, who's excited for the Sex in the City movie? Woo! Yeah. And so Sarah and I were just sitting there, like, you know, drinking our sodas, just watching the spectacle unfold, and this. All these crazy people kept coming up and talking to her, but the worst one, I think, was this woman who came in clutching her newborn baby. She brought a newborn baby to the movie premiere? The size of this water bottle. It was a tiny Why would you bring a baby to a movie premiere like that? She brought a baby, and she was just like... So she's carrying it's, around It's not even baby. a kid's movie. I mean, mm-hmm. let alone the baby's not going to know the difference anyway. But still, you're going to bring a newborn baby into a room full of screaming people and loud noises. Well, and, and into like a dirty environment, too. Yeah. Like, that baby had to maybe just been like a few weeks old. Oh, It geez. was tiny. Like, it didn't even like look like a human yet. You know, it was just one of those like cute little like, you know, like, look like a little dumpling. And it was just like... And she was just carrying around her baby. So she ends up cornering this... It's my baby. <laughs> it's my baby. <laughs> and she didn't even have like a carrier or anything. She was just holding it. Just like carrying it's around like a her baby. Sack of potatoes or something. Yeah. And so she ends up talking to this girl and she's just like, Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I just I just had my baby, isn't she cute? And the girl's like, Oh yeah, she's really cute. She's like, Yeah, you know, I uh, it was it was an easy birth, but I gotta tell you, uh, when they stitched me up down there, I'm still not quite used to the stitches. And oh. she starts kind of wiggling back and forth. Oh. Talking to this poor T V girl. Oh, that is disgusting. Just like, the mental imagery of that is that's horrible. No, and I had a, I had a tablet with me. So oh, I, I can take... imagine exactly her doing it. Too. Oh, no, and I had a tablet with me, and so I was writing down oh. notes, and Sarah Wagner's like, are you fucking getting this? Did you get the, like, the stitches <laughs> in my vagina? Or oh, <laughs> really? That's what she said? She said that, and then she started, um, then she went on to um, start talking about, like, and this girl that she's talking to, mind you, is like oh, 100 gosh, pounds. Sorry, that's so gross. Well, this, this woman clutching the baby was, you know, um, she was probably like about... I don't know, like 200 pounds? Okay. Like something. And um, she kept talking to the girl. She's like, yeah, you look good. She's like, I lost so much weight after my baby. I mean, my figure's just totally slimmed back down. I'm sitting there watching this. And then she starts talking about breastfeeding and how even though her baby is really small, it's starting to get all uh, chewy and how it's starting to chew. Why would she think that anyone else would want to hear that? You know, obviously that's part of childbirth. That's great. Nobody else wants to hear about that. No, and in the middle, no one. No, and she's talking about it really loudly. I was three rows back, and I could hear her talking about oh how breastfeeding was getting painful because it's getting all chewy. <laughs> the baby's getting chewy with my vag stitches. <laughs> oh God, that's so gross. I think what sold it was the shuffle. 
She's like, she's like, and then of course I'm sitting next to this woman. Oh, I'm sorry. That's. <laughs> and then of I don't course, know why that really makes me queasy. They're but... always like prize pigs at these things, you know, because they always give out like mm-hmm. free T-shirts or like yeah. and like for this, of course, they were giving out like free uh, martini glasses with Sex in the City 2 written on them. And so the woman next to me was like having the time of her life and she was flailing. She's like taking it. She's like, please! Every time they'd like join, like be like, who wants a t-shirt? And she would stand up. She almost hit me in the face like four times. She's like, I need a t-shirt! I was like screaming. And she finally got a martini glass and she would just do this. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in by, hell. By the way, as someone who did used to give out those prizes, those things, never going to give you the prize. Yes, never, ever, ever. <laughs> just because of that. <laughs> So the whole experience was horrible. Like, basically, like, it was, Sarah and I were so excited to see the movie, and then sitting through 45 minutes of that, we were like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> get the movie started, because everyone's just, you know, crazy and screaming, and, like, they had, of course, you know, like, Sex in the City trivia before it started. It's just, it was all, it was all so embarrassing. I was embarrassed <laughs> to be a woman. <laughs> but yes, I did go and see the movie. It was two and a half hours long. Wow. It featured all four of them. Oh, this is a spoiler. Featured Do we need all- to give a spoiler oh, alert? no. Okay. Featured all four of them after they pack up and go on a trip to Abu Dhabi. Uh, really? Really. It's, um, it's basically just watching a whole bunch of rich people get more free stuff given to them and then watch them go on a fabulous trip where, like, everything's free. Like, they're in a fabulous resort. Oh, look, they all have their own butler. Oh, la, la, la. Uh. And it comes to, uh, um, comes to a peak when they all go to a karaoke bar and get on stage together. And sing I Am Woman. Something inside of me died. Are you really that surprised though that that's no. what happened? It was it was bad. I mean it was it was entertaining, but it was bad. Bad movie. I'm just saying wait for the beer theaters. Because seriously or else be really drunk when you go <laughs> like the pregnant lady. <laughs> oh. Man, like, like, I cannot get that image out of my head now. You didn't see her shifting. I didn't. I don't want to. I, I can already picture it in my mind, and it's not something that I ever want to. Well, I don't want to be too harsh. Yes. So, Sex and it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I was entertained. I didn't realize it was two and a half hours. So I was entertained the entire time, but it just wasn't the same classiness as it used to. I mean, come on, come on, a karaoke bar singing "I Am Woman." It was so embarrassing to watch. So anyway, I'm gonna be giving the full review on Geek in the City Radio tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So you can listen to that. Wow. Yeah. So that was my night. How was your night? I'm going to shut uh, up now. Well, my night was uh, was not quite as exciting as yours, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of took it easy because I still wasn't feeling very good yesterday. So I uh, I relaxed a little while, though, then I ended up going out and getting a beer, of course. Awesome. Well, you know, had to do a little something. Of course. So so I uh, got out and did that. But no, I didn't do a whole lot. But it was funny. I was going to talk about something that did happen last night. And uh, and even before, before I got to even write down what it is I'm going to talk about, I've noticed we got an email from listener Nicole. And uh, she says, um, she was ta- referring to the fact that we were talking about dreams a while ago, and, mm-hmm. and you had the dream book. Yeah. That I think I is still actually, in here. Yeah, I have it. Right. Yeah, the dream, there it is right uh, there. The dream Dictionary. Mm-hmm. And dream Dictionary, an A to Z guide to understanding your unconscious mind by Tony Crisp. No. Oh. <laughs> Tony Crisp. My Seriously. name's Tony Crisp. <laughs> I I'm taking my dream advice from Tony Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Tony knows all about dreams. <laughs> he sure does. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she's talking about uh, this uh, listener, Nicole, who, who emailed in funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, emailed in talking about her husband who had this crazy dream about 
being in a like a brightly lit basement with some old like bathtubs in it, mm-hmm. and the walls had big smiley faces painted all over oh, them. Oh, creepy! But and then she says that the paint and concrete were chipping and crumbling away. And while he was playing, a coffin pushed out of the crumbling wall. And uh, the lid swung open and a decomposing woman jumped out oh and chased him all over the basement. Yeah. Had he just seen, like, The Shining recently or something? Uh, this happened when he was a kid, I guess. When he would, I know, that's what I thought, too, yeah. too Shining. Like, I think bathtub, decomposing woman, uh-huh. Shining. Uh, <laughs> Red Rob. Daddy's not here right now, Mrs. Torrance. Um, but uh, then I guess when, uh, about a year later, he was, like, 10 or 11, and his, um, him and his mother moved into an apartment above a pet groomer which is what she says in here. And they moved in and they went down to the basement and he said the basement was exactly <gasps> oh, like his dream. Brightly lit, old wash tubs, smiley faces on the wall, everything but the coffin and the and the old woman. That's creepy. That is really creepy. Yeah. So I guess he dreamt it and then, yeah. Have you ever had dreams like that. That, that predicted something? Um, I dreamt... Not that I can think of. Not that I can think of. I had a dream um, that let's just go into this. I had a dream that uh, a boyfriend cheated on me with a with this with a blonde girl, mm-hmm. and come to find out two weeks later, cheated on me with a blonde girl. It oh, was so weird. weird. Yeah, and it was like, and the girl that I saw in my dream looked exactly like the girl that it was. Had you ever met this girl nope, before? I'd never met her before. Oh, weird. it was really weird. Yeah, it freaked me out because I was having because I because we had broken up and then uh, gotten back together. But I guess when we had broken up, he started seeing this other girl. And then, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, like, he was, like, still seeing her. I don't know. I can't remember if it was a long time ago. But, um, yeah, but I had a dream that he had cheated on me with this with a blonde girl. And then I saw this girl and just like, that girl looks really familiar. And come to find out, that's the girl that he cheated on me with. It was Ooh, weird. weird. Yeah. yeah that's that's a, it makes you feel really weird. It's just like, okay, I guess I was supposed to know that, but I don't know how I know that. That's odd. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I did have a weird dream again last night. I've been having so many weird dreams. Like, I've been having trouble sleeping and stuff. Oh, I do have the dream dictionary. So what was it about? I'm kind of afraid to find out what it was about. So I dreamt I was at my parents' house this time, and we have like a big, like a two-story barn slash shop thing. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was hanging out there, and this giant, like, anaconda-type snake just showed up. And it was like chasing me around trying to bite me and it was it was really scary so i was hiding from it and then all of a sudden this is my dream i have no idea what this says about me but a giant bear shows up like a grizzly bear (laughs) and it's in the dream too now first i was afraid of the bear but then uh it kind of talked to me so i started talking to the bear and i realized ah he's not so bad so i warned him about the snake and so he decided to go try to hunt down the snake and the snake ends up attacking the bear and they're in this like epic brawl Snake versus bear. Snake versus bear. Shark versus giant octopus. It was kind of like that. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So the snake like wrapped all around the bear, and bear's like fighting it down, and he was you know kind of on my side, and and then I just kind of ran and hid. All right, something. That was what happened in the dream. I have no idea what that means. But does it even talk about like animals? Yeah, it has. Okay, so if you dream about bears, it says. Uh, you have feelings about being a solitary creature capable of living alone and surviving, and you fear danger of a sudden unpredictable responses and feelings of threat. And then snakes... Huh. But I wasn't scared of the bear, really. You weren't scared, were you scared of the snake? Yeah, the snake bothered me. All right. Feeling bound in the blind impulses or habitual drives and feeling... this Like, sometimes this is just, like, nonsense words. Huh. I don't, snake is the Hebrew word for the serpent in the Garden of Eden. It can be translated as blind, impulsive urges, such as our instinctive drives. The snake, the snake represents many different things, but usually the life process. If we think of a person's life from the conception of death, blah, 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 the snake depicts the force or energy behind that movement and purpose of, purposiveness. How do you say that? Per, per, <laughs> How would wait, you say that just... word? 
uh, let's see, within passionate, uh, wait, per- purposiveness. <laughs> that doesn't, that seems like a made up word. Is that a real it word? Does. I don't know. The snake depicts the force of, en- the force or energy behind that movement and purposiveness. Tony Purposiveness. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem, yeah, it seems like an inappropriate use of that word, but I don't know. Maybe that is right. Well, so that, I still don't even understand then what the hell that even means. You know so what? This dream book has never brought us any answers. No. No. I think this guy just wrote this dream book and then, and then just made up a bunch of words and said, yeah, that's what it means. Oh, you don't that's understand it? it? Well, maybe you should think about it deeper. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it means. You should figure it out. That's well, a, that's the easy way out of anything. Well, I did get Tony Crisp's book from a, um, like a garage sale for 25 cents or something. Oh, well, there we go. Or I think it was even in a free box. So, fuck you, Tony Chris, but I didn't give you any money. Why? I had a scary dream last night, too. I've been, um, I was, whenever I'm stressed out, I have dreams about teeth. And I had this dream. I don't know if I talked, because I think I've had this dream before. But I had a dream that I had uh, porcelain teeth. I don't know if you have talked about this before. So, I've had this a couple times where I dream I have porcelain teeth. And they're covering my real teeth. And, um, like, I, I bit down on something, like I was eating something, I bit down and it chipped one of the pieces of porcelain, so I decided to take off all the rest of my teeth. Ew. Because, I'm, well, because they were cracked. And then underneath them, they were, like, they were, like, gray and see-through. Ew. It was really creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? I don't know. And I kept looking, I'm just like, what's wrong with my teeth? Yeah. But they were, like, porcelain. It was weird. They were, like, porcelain, and I could just peel them off. And then all my, like, gross teeth were underneath. Ew. Yeah. Now that's another. Now I'm gonna have a dream about teeth falling out. That's what that uh, yeah, I've always heard that like when you're stressed out, you dream about your teeth. Oh really? And then the dude from Battlestar Galactica was also in uh, Quantum Leap was in my dream last night. I was just hanging Who, the, out. With him. Oh yeah, the the priest guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was in. He's yeah. He was in yeah Battlestar Galactica and then Quantum Leap. He was always like the cigar chewing guy. Yeah. With Scott Bakula. Okay, here's that. Okay, here's a question for you. So Quantum Leap. Everybody I know loves Quantum Leap. It was awesome. I never really watched it that much. But did, did you ever hear of another show called Sliders? Okay, so Sliders, I think, far superior over Quantum Leap. Oh, whatever. What is Sliders about? Okay, so... Quantum Leap, he gets so, to go... Scott Pecula gets to go in the bodies of, like, you know, a 70-year-old woman. Or he gets to be, yeah. like, a 12-year-old boy. See, that's all right. But Sliders, what it was is this guy, like, created this wormhole thing. So they would jump through... Instead of time and into places, they jump through into, like, different dimensions... So they go to like, like one time they jumped through and it was a world where it was always like the same present year, but it was if things had turned out differently, like if the dinosaurs had never gone extinct, but humans evolved with them. And then they went to another one where like it was the, uh, the Spanish won the new world instead of, uh, instead of the English. So everything was based on Spain and then the white people were the poor people and it was so cool. I've I never it. even heard of that. Show. It was I know nobody ever knows it, and anytime <laughs> I ever bring it up, they're like, "Dude, sli- if they do know that, like, dude, Sliders sucks." <laughs> <laughs> but I liked Sliders. Quantum Leap was so cool because you always waited for that one moment because you knew he was going, yeah, like he was traveling to a different time, you know, to like fix wrong situations. Yeah. And then you always wait for like the mirror reflection where you know he's playing, you know, like you just see him, but then like in the mirror you can actually see the character that he's playing. It's really cool. Yeah, but see, then it's just him like dressed up in dresses, right, and stuff like pretending to be the woman he's whose body's in or. Whatever. No, he didn't. Well, he wore dresses sometimes. But the dude who was from Battlestar Galactica was awesome in it. He was always just, yeah the priest. Yeah, because yeah. he was always just like smoking cigars, and he's always like Sam, Sam, what you doing? I mean, I like Scott Bakula, but who but, doesn't like Scott Bakula? Yeah, the man's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Sliders is better. I'm just saying. 
Okay. <laughs> These are the expressed opinions of Greg Nibbler. Yes. And only Greg Nibbler. And pretty much For only everybody. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much only me. Uh, well, anyway. Yeah, I like sliders. Now I feel like I want to um, do like a clockwork orange to you and pin your eyeballs open and make you watch Quantum Leap until you love it. <laughs> you will enjoy this. Yeah, Katie loves Quantum Leap too. But, well, like I said, pretty much everybody. I don't know. You were talking about Kate, so I was confessing to you like my secret new TV obsession. <laughs> yes, and it is the dumbest show ever, and I can't stop watching it. Yeah, what what is it called? It's like it's called Drop Dead Diva. Yeah, seriously, I'm embarrassed even saying that. Yeah, it was funny because yesterday we were Katie and I were like flipping through the on demand thing, and the commercial for it came up. I'm like, that looks like the dumbest show ever. <laughs> She's like, shut up! I love that show. <laughs> I've been watching that show. Like she never admitted it to me before until I started complaining about it. Just, just the commercial, and she's like, I love it. No, it's such like a silly show. I feel really silly watching it, but I can't stop. And thankfully, you have on-demand in your house, so I know. I'm like, oh, new episode of Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> wow. This is what I think about. <laughs> but there's not enough crazy in here today. We're going to have more crazy. We are. So, Carrie Carter is going to be joining us pretty soon. Carrie Carter of Moto Kitty and a billion other things. We were talking about that outside. Yeah. This girl makes every, like everyone look lazy. Yeah, I don't even know how to make a proper introduction. She has so many mm-hmm. things. She's yeah, she, part of so much stuff. Yeah, she volunteers. She yeah, owns her own business. She is like... Um, I know she works at like like five different jobs. She hosts karaoke nights and trivia nights and yeah. makes like bags and earrings and just like amazing shit. Which is, yeah, uh, awesome. And she's going to be bringing in rum, right? Yes. And she also, yeah, of course, since I said she had a billion jobs, she also yeah. works for... A rum company called uh, Deco Rum, I think. Deco and, Rum, okay. Yeah, and so they're local, so she wanted to come down and um, do a little fun employment radio rum tasting. Yes, so uh, you can already tell what kind of show this is oh, going to be. Oh, lordy. So, yes, a rum tasting coming up. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> um, oh, and I'm also excited, of course, about the Fun Employment Radio listener party. Oh, yes, indeed. Coming up on June 26th at 8 p.m. at the Hawthorne Theater. Uh, it's called the Balcony Bar. It's the side bar at the Hawthorne Theater on the Hawthorne entrance. Yeah. 39th and Hawthorne. You cannot miss it. And, uh, yeah, it's going on June 26th. And we were just talking again to Lisa Wood on Friday. Uh, you know, you guys all know the... The story. The infamous story. Yes. That got cut off. And uh, she is... Her and Brian are both going to be there. And not only are they going to be talking about the story, they're going to have the original guy who told them the story. And he was there. He witnessed... Yes. This thing that... Oh, God. I was telling... It's so disgusting. I told Sarah, I, I told Sarah Wagner what it was last night. Yeah. And she was like, I wish he would have not told me that. That's and the like, thing. That's- Everybody wants to know. Seriously, I don't know if you do, but everybody's demanding to know what it is, so we're going to give you the opportunity. In the words of, of that person himself. <laughs> I think I might have to like step out of the room <laughs> while he's telling the story. Well, people want to hear it. We are we're giving the people what they yes. want. So yeah, so Lisa and Brian, they're because um, because Big Ass Sandwiches is doing awesome. So they're finally able to mm-hmm. hire a couple employees. So they're able to take the night <sighs> off and come fantastic. hang out with us. Yes, yes, they are they are awesome people. You guys will love seeing them there and, and having some drinks with them. Um, yeah, and so if you if you heard them on the show, they are just like that in person. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> yeah, there there was no filter there. There was no that's that's them. Oh yeah, they're just cool. <laughs> Um, and what also is cool is uh, we have a new sponsor for Fun Employment Radio. If you've gone to our website lately, funemploymentradio.com, you've noticed a link in the corner for audible.com. And what they do is they, um, they're, a, they're a site where you can download audiobooks, which I love listening to audiobooks, like going on road trips and stuff like that, especially where you can't get, you know, can't listen to very much mm-hmm. else. Um, and so you can go right now, you can go to audible.com. Just click on that link, though, uh, from our website, and you can get a free 14 day trial, and you can download a free audiobook. 
um, courtesy of them for yeah. Uh, I saw the, that. I was I was looking at which one I was going to download, and I'm totally going to uh, start the Sookie Stackhouse Chronicles. Oh yeah, or what, what is it called? I can't remember the name of it, but um, something like that. Yeah. Sookie Stackhouses. Yeah, yeah so if you just but, Google Stuk- or type into their search thing Sookie Stackhouse. Yeah, because right that's what uh, all of True Blood was based on were these chronicles. So I'm going to start doing that. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, I've got to figure out which one I want to get. But, um, yeah, so uh, just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link right on the left-hand side, and then uh, if you so desire, you can sign up for that 14-day trial and get a free book. Cool. Um, All right, well, maybe we should take a break because she's going to be here any minute. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to have to start drinking rum. Oh, yes. It's so hard. (laughs) Oh, darn, our job is so hard. Job? Wait, does it mean we're getting paid? (laughs) Uh, All right, we will be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Lopper always makes me think of the Goonies. I don't it know why. It always makes me think of Carrie Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is who we are welcoming to the show right now, the self-described lady of leisure. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> International woman of mystery. <laughs> it is Carrie Carter joining us. Hello! Hello, Greg. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Carrie! Hello. Hi! We're so happy to have you here. I know. I'm so excited. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you <laughs> and, for having me. Oh, yeah. And you brought us amazing looking beverages of the cocktail persuasion. I did. Yes. I made you cocktails. So Wow. So we were talking about it earlier. We don't really know how to describe what it is that you do because you do so many things. Yeah. You're like a little part, like you do a little of everything. I do a little like. bit of everything. Yeah. Um, right now I'm a rep for Deco Distilling, which is what you have in your glass. Mm-hmm. You're drinking it, a, an orange drop. Ooh, okay. I want to yeah. try it. Uh, it's Silver Realm Cheers. with Cheers. 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 It smells really good. Muddled orange, a little bit of sugar, some club soda, and oh, <laughs> a shit ton wow. of rum. <laughs> that is delicious. <laughs> that is really good. And that tastes really potent. <laughs> that is good. Thanks. It tastes almost like gingery or something. I put a splash of the ginger rum in there, too. Mm. Our next cocktails will feature the ginger rum predominantly. So you're saying there'll be multiple ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you said you a, lot, a little bit of everything. So there's Moto Kitty. Yeah, Moto yes. Kitty. I have a little store on Division called Moto Kitty, where I make purses and jewelry. You may have seen my cards around town that feature Sarah on them. <laughs> yes, I've seen those. My spokesmodel. <laughs> that was so random, too, because his roommate bought a purse from your store. Yeah. And she was looking at it, she's like, is that Sarah on the tag? Yeah, she brought it home, too. She's like, is that Sarah? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, because she was, yeah, we spent the whole day, um, like taking pictures on division with all the bags yeah. and stuff. That was really, and then I got paid in bags. Well, the guy was, like, that was the photographer that day is the guy that makes the rum. Mm. Full circle. That Sarah. guy was cool. Yeah. I like the way this is going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I do Moto Kitty. I've got Moto Kitty, and I I do the rum. I volunteer at Scrap, and I volunteer at the Eagles Lodge, and I bartend there, and I host Naughty Bingo on Tuesday every other Tuesday at the Tanker. So, a little bit of everything. Wow. She makes me feel lazy. I know, seriously. <laughs> she makes me feel lazy. Also, she makes me feel like, she makes me feel dirty. <laughs> no, because you're always so well put together. Like, everything's properly in its place. Your hair is always, like, perfectly done. Always have some cute earrings like you're wearing right now Thanks. that you've made. 
and you like you have a little dress and like tights and everything and I just feel like a monster woman <laughs> next to you. You don't look like a monster woman. You look okay, gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> oh, thanks, darling. Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing this in. And it even has a little... Cocktail yes, party cocktail stirs. party, little cocktail stirs. party. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so cool. So it's Deco Distillery. That's the name of Deco Distilling. Yeah, okay, Deco Distillery. here in Portland. That's awesome. Yeah, and another thing that Carrie is, which so Greg has had a secret life that I <laughs> <laughs> that I know nothing about, but supposedly he has fans from his other life when Greg was in the band Courage. Yeah, and Carrie is one of those fans. I'm a super fan, <laughs> which is awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, uh, uh, courage. Uh, well, we we played a little bit of courage on the show before. Mm-hmm. Of uh, We're some have to of that, play some more today. We you might played hangover in my heart just yes. for me, and it was amazing. <laughs> that was I was so happy. <laughs> awesome. That was our love ballad. Yeah, <laughs> one, one of our couple love ballads. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping for a little Burnside bum, but that you know maybe later. Oh, we can. We can, We have not. I don't think I've ever played that here. No, play whatever show. you want. All right, all right, we'll play a little Burnside bum. You can be all bum. courage all the time if you want. <laughs> no, it was funny because because I've just known you working with you on radio, mm-hmm. and then when Carrie and I were talking about it, she's like, "Oh yeah, I love courage." And I have, don't you have a courage poster in your oh yeah laundry room? Yeah, I've got a courage poster in my picture. laundry room. And when I was cleaning my house out because I was gutting it, I found all this courage stuff, including. <gasps> wait for it. Are you ready? Yes. It's in my what? purse. Hold on. Let me get my purse. Your fabulous oh. purse, designed by Carrie Carter of Moto Kitty. It's very sparkly. Oh, I love that with the feather. Thanks. That is really cool. So when you're talking on the show, when you're talking about you came to the craft party at the Eagles, Mm -hmm. um, how you'd been at the Eagles for a birthday party. It was Cheryl's birthday party. And I found pictures from that birthday party. Yeah. Oh, wow. We'll give them to you. (laughs) Is this a party that you played? No, this was a party I... For this some was my housemate's we... butt rock karaoke birthday party at the Eagles Lodge, where oh, everybody was fun. required to dress in costume. <laughs> and uh, yes, that is a that is a picture of me in butt rock. Oh regalia. my god! Oh, you're wearing your pleather jacket. <laughs> this was the party where I got yelled at for cursing on the. Uh... Yeah, that happens. Yeah, <laughs> at the yeah. Eagles Lodge. We, we got severely reprimanded. I like the Eagles Lodge. It's such a strange <laughs> little place. I know it that is. I, that party was so much fun too. Mm-hmm. There's a that's Gavin from Courage. We'll see if we can put these up too at FunEmploymentRadio.com. You look so young. <laughs> uh, now you're just wasn't that old. long ago. No, it's just because I have more hair now. <laughs> no, you do. I guess because I can't really see your face because you're wearing like mm-hmm. giant sunglasses. Yeah, when I when I shave, I actually do look a lot younger. That is so funny. That is so cool. So I've never seen these pictures. Your I found those when I was cleaning oh, my basement the other day, and I was also cleaning my attic. Like I was telling you earlier, I was afraid hoarders is going to come. Like somebody's like secret dial hoarders, and they're going to just like show up with a van and forty five people at my house. And be like, Carrie, you've got some problems. <laughs> so like, I took matters into my own hands, and when I was cleaning the attic, I found my courage trading cards. Oh, including General Zod. Oh, <laughs> this is the whole collection. Yeah. Wow. This is so funny. <laughs> I haven't seen these in so long. I don't even know if I have uh, many of these Those left. I might yours, have them Greg. somewhere. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't want to take them I mean, from Russell you. Spanker the third. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see these. <laughs> There's, so we made these, cur- oh these uh, Courage God. trading cards. And we put stats and everything on the back about... Uh, I can't even remember what the stats number of were. Jenna, so this is you. You're Russell Spanker the third. Number of Jenna Jameson videos on 23. Number of illegitimate <laughs> children, approximately eight. <laughs> number of white snake bootlegs, 34. Longest bass solo, 7.5 seconds. <laughs> number of groupie encounters, zero. <laughs> number of public urination citations, 24 in seven states. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, so these were the things that... Uh, part of the uh, extra paraphernalia we made for some of the shows. 
<laughs> that is so cool. You still have these. <laughs> I oh, didn't even know awesome. I still had them when I found them. I was like, jackpot. <laughs> and Greg is so, yeah, I can tell how excited he is. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. No, Courage was so much fun. This is awesome. Yeah, I even found my CD. I was going to bring it and have you sign it today, but I forgot to put it in my purse. Oh, darn. Well, I will get it. You know what? If you can get it to me, actually, uh, Murky Bongwater and <gasps> Billy Bob Courage are going to be through town at separate times in yeah. the next month. Oh, my God. So I can get it signed by everyone. <laughs> yeah, I can get that, the whole thing signed. <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's Greg's so best cool. day ever. <laughs> oh, no, man. Courage. It's oh, awesome. Love courage. You know what? You worked hard at something and somebody appreciated it. Yeah, that's that great. Cool. Yeah. Well, Carrie, do you know, do you like sports? Sport ball? Sport ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I like hockey. And I stopped watching hockey when the Red Wings got out of the playoffs. So uh, other than that, no. I don't care yeah. for sports much. Yeah. Well, uh, my version of sports is, uh, well, it kind of makes fun of everything. Your ball You've talk. heard ball talk. I've heard yes. your ball talk. Yeah. Yes. Well, should we do that now? Or yeah, let's do a little All ball right. talk. And I'm going to sit here and enjoy my refreshing sip. beverage. Mm-hmm. It even has like a little orange wedge on it. Oh, I know. It's, it's so classy. Funny. I think yeah. it's the classiest drink we've ever had in here. Uh, definitely. <laughs> There's more where that came from. I couldn't believe in what great condition they were in. Yeah, <laughs> really. Condition. Yeah, because those were given out at shows, so yeah. I'm sure they all got stomped on. Number and... of appearances on Cops, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Highest grade completed, 11th. Number of years attended school, 17. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. All right, let's see. <laughs> number of times kicked out of WrestleMania for rushing the stage, 8. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Yes, those are, uh, I can, yeah, like I said, I don't even remember the stats we made. I think we made them up when we were drunk, probably. Weird. No. <laughs> no. Shocking. That is such a shocker. Courage was the drunkest band of all time. Oh, wow, look how things have changed. I know. The drunkest band of the drunkest podcast. Hey. Hey. <laughs> all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, let's see. In uh, NBA news. The Celtics lost to Orlando in overtime, which really means nothing. Uh, Orlando Orlando pretty much sucks. They're going to be out of the playoffs very soon. So uh, all Orlando fans, your team is terrible. Um, the Lakers are playing Phoenix. And I'm telling you, Steve Nash. So do you guys know who Steve Nash is? No. no. Okay. <laughs> He's the short, little, speedy, white point guard for Phoenix. Oh, I know. Oh, I've is. seen that okay. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and With the bad like, hair. Yeah. And one of the ugliest players to ever play in the uh, NBA. Yeah, I wasn't my hair. But still one of the best. And I'm telling you, this guy is tough because he's the guy, we posted this picture up at FunEmploymentRadio.com a while ago. When they were playing the Spurs, he got hit in the eye with an elbow to where his eye completely swelled shut and was pouring blood. I remember, yeah, you're showing that picture. Yeah, but kept on playing. Well, now they're playing the Lakers, and apparently he got his nose broken in their last game uh, by Derek Fisher. So he has to go in. Their, their next game, I think, is tonight. And... Uh, they, uh, he, so he had his nose broken. He's having surgery to put it back in place. So he's going to have this big bandage on it, but he's still going to play. So of this course. guy never stops playing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So he's, uh, he's see, that's a guy who understands that he's paid the big bucks for a fucking reason. Exactly. Yeah. And and that brings me to this player. So here's somebody who seems to have a little bit of problem with his money. It's poor Eddie Curry. So this is a guy who plays for the New York Knicks, mm. and he's in trouble right now because he took out a five hundred and seventy thousand dollar loan in Vegas a couple years ago, <gasps> which. Why this guy would need to do that, I have no idea. This, the past two seasons, he's been paid $273,000 a minute oh my God. to play basketball. Per minute, $273,000. And uh, but yet, just depressing when you talk about this stuff. I know. Well, the thing is, this guy has not paid back his loan that he took out two years ago. So now he's getting sued by it. I mean, and he took out a Vegas loan where they can. it's legal to jack the interest rate up as much as they want. So right now, it's over a million dollars that he owes on this thing because he wouldn't pay it back. 
and he's complaining jazz. about it, and oh, poor me. And so uh, one of the things he's complaining, he uh, explained why he can't pay the loan back because of his expenses, and he has $30,000 a month in household expenses, which includes a $1,075 a month cable bill. That he has. Watch. I don't know fuck? exactly what could possibly cost a thousand seventy five dollars in cable. I bet I a know. lot of porn. That's, yeah, totally. that's a lot of porn though. In every room. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, playing all the time. So well, he's probably got. If he has like seventeen TVs, maybe because don't you get charged like sep- This is the dorkiest conversation. Don't you get charged separately for like having cable on different? Yeah, TVs? I guess so. But still, that seems like that's, an awful lot. Yeah, that's a ridiculous amount. And then uh, on top of that, he's got six thousand dollars a month for his personal chef. <gasps> And he's got a $350,000 loan. He owns another NBA player. And $17,000 a month that he pays towards his relatives and dependents. So who knows how many kids this guy's got. (laughs) But $17,000 a month. So that's why he's poor... Poor Eddie Curry can't pay back his loan. Stuff like that just pisses me off. Exactly. I know. It's like, fuck that guy. $30,000 a month in household expenses. I can live for like three years off of that. <laughs> I get pissed that I don't even have cable at my house, and he's got like a how much dollar cable bill? Yeah. Fuck you, dude. I know. I, can, I, can, I haven't been able to afford cable for like four years. Yeah. Even I mean, when I was employed. Yeah. Seriously. It's, uh, uh, fuck this guy. Um, let's see. So moving on here into NFL news. So a big secret has been revealed. Uh, from the NFL, I guess was, this was kind of something NFL players kept on the down low about what they do, and this is about their uh, about the ladies that NFL players uh, seek out. So it's this Kansas City, City Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs player, <laughs> Dwayne Bow, and uh, he did this article in in uh, ESPN the magazine talking about how they how they work getting all their their women to where they're going to be. So I guess all of these NFL players, their women to where they're wait. So they so they travel around a lot, you know. They'll play in like different cities, and so what they do is they go onto Facebook and MySpace, find hot chicks on there, shoot them an email, and then fly them out to whatever what? whatever city they're going to be in. So like, say they're going to play in San yeah, Diego. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, you can get a hold of Rainbow too. So yeah, they'll fly them out there like three or four days ahead of time and take up like an entire floor of a hotel with all their women, like different women in each hotel room. And then after the game, then they just kind of bounce around from room to room to room. Ew. Engaging in... That's really gross. That is really gross. Engaging in long discussions with these women. crossing swords. I'm not gay! (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess this is what pretty much all NFL players do, is what this guy is saying. And that's how how it works. So, yes, you need to friend these people on Facebook if you're interested in this kind of thing. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. Uh, So, uh, moving on, we've got... It's a bit of a potpourri of balls today. So, uh, slow day. Another slow day. I love how you say potpourri of balls, because that <laughs> sentence, I, I've just, like, accepted it for what it is, and that makes no sense. It it's only like ma- fingering. See, like, it's all about confidence. <laughs> I know. It is all about confidence. Confidence in a clipboard. If you, you if you act like it makes sense, it does make sense. Potpourri of balls. What have you been, what else have you been tricking me with, with your nonsensical <laughs> phrasing? And I've just accepted it as normal. Yeah, oh, I don't know, all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. Losingist. I use that word a lot too. Losing us. I've never heard that one. <laughs> fingerings, all kinds of things. Uh, Did you hear the fingerings one? No. When he was uh, just a Huntington the third, and he wanted to, <laughs> and he wanted okay. to give Anita wait tidings oh, and fingerings. Precious fingerings. Gross. <laughs> See, confidence it gets accepted. Uh, so <laughs> there's a there's a couple of things going on with adults basically screwing up children's athletic events. So this happened, it was a soccer match at Richlands High School, which I'm not sure exactly where that is. Oh, it's North Carolina, excuse me. So there was um, this, uh, North, this Richlands High School girls soccer team was traveling to their playoff event in a bus. 
And as they're traveling along, they notice this car that's keeping pace with them on the other side of them. And uh, they start looking at the guy in there who decides to bring out his penis and start (gasps) masturbating. That's not okay. As he followed along with the school bus. And on top of that, this idiot didn't think about the fact that most of these kids have cell phones and picture phones and can take pictures. So they took a picture of him and turned him into the police, and he's now arrested and will be charged with uh, indecent exposure and eight counts of taking indecent liberties with a child. Wow. So, yes, he was uh, caught masturbating alongside the school bus. It's a lesson learned. Don't whack it next to a school bus. That's right. Always make sure there's no camera phones around. Going to do that. Yeah, good luck with that. But yeah. So yeah, the problem is there are always cameras. There are always. Yeah. So uh, something to watch out for. Uh, and uh, okay, moving on here. And another another example of uh, adults screwing up a children's event. There was a stabbing at a Vallejo softball event. It was a, well, actually, it was a little league baseball event. And so what happened was this uh, woman, Catherine Wildman, and her new boyfriend were attending the softball game of her son, while the ex-husband was there as well. And he was talking to the boy. Uh, the ex-husband's name's Jacob Wells, and he was just talking to the boy, and this Catherine Wildman came up and started yelling, it's not your week, you can't talk to him, and ran up to him, pulled out a sharp object, which they're not sure exactly what it was, they think it was a small knife, and started stabbing him in the neck. <gasps> what the While fuck? he was talking to their child. And so he start, she starts stabbing That's him in the fuck. neck. Yeah. The new boyfriend decided to jump in, went to his car, grabbed a screwdriver, and came back out and started stabbing him as well. And uh, ended up chipping his elbow and stabbing him in the elbow. I, I believe the man is okay, miraculously. But yes, this is what uh, these people did to uh, what the hell? protest the fact. Really positive life choices. It really is. Seriously. Oh Can you imagine how fucked up this kid is at this point? Oh man, they're stabbing daddy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That just went. Like st- <laughs> st- it's not like you're talking like um, the dude from uh, the hill, Bobby Hill, or Bobby. Ba- Bobby. Yeah. Or Hank. Hank. Hank Hill. Damn it, Bobby. What the hell's wrong with that boy? Uh, so anyway, that went on with that. Uh, moving Dude, on this here. drink is amazing. Yeah, I know. I can already feel it. Um, <laughs> Whoops. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quite a day. So moving on here. Here's the final one, and this is something that um, uh, Sarah was talking about being in radio earlier. And here's something that uh, is always fun to see when people screw up on live television or radio, mm-hmm. and especially with the editing, because we're free to say fuck or whatever the hell we want to say, pretty much. And no FCC cock and balls. Yes. Anything you'd like to say, Carrie? Fuck hard. Fucked hard. There, there we go. go. Perfectly legal on funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> not <laughs> not legal on national television. So this happened on a uh, Comcast Sportsnet coverage. This was after the Phillies knocked out the Montreal Canadiens to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Boo! Carrie Carter, not a fan of this. But uh, here's what happened. Carrie Carter does not like this. So this is, uh, <laughs> this is the live event. They're going to a live at a Phillies uh, a Philly bar. And they're interviewing fans. Hold on. What did you think about the win? Fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Sure didn't. Don't interview no. a bunch of drunk sports fans. Exactly, and these other broadcasters just start ripping on him. <laughs> you had to do that. I think you bought a few shots. What is this shit? Are you in, Michael? So yes. Very happy and oh, she's happy. Ecstatic. Hold on. What did you think about the win? Fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so on live television, I love seeing that kind of stuff happen. 
Me too, because you know you're watching something that should not. If oh, somebody yeah. was doing their job, it should not have been. That should have never made it onto television. That was the scariest thing about working in TV, because at least with radio, there was a delay. Mm-hmm. TV, it was fucking live. Yeah. Everything. Like, so I'm doing these traffic reports, and if, you know, you accidentally like, say, like, oh shit, or something, then it's on, and you're fired. And you never know I've if the mic is going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh, every day, though, I'd be paranoid that, like, Tourette's would set in, and all of a sudden I'd be on TV and be like, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> fuck shit, fuck. Okay. <laughs> and I'm out. The end. <laughs> fucking amazing. Fucking fantastic, actually. Fucking fantastic. All right, that fuck. concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yes, this is Burnside Bum from Courage. <laughs> Very emotional song. I want to hear a little bit more of it. It's funny that when we recorded this one, this was the uh, Mount Rockmore album. Um, <laughs> we, we waited for the vocals on this one till the last day, and we took, I mean, we drank a fifth of Jägermeister and a bunch of whiskey just so it would gravel my voice up so we could do this. Yes, I'm sure that's the only reason why. And about a billion cigarettes. <laughs> Holy getting into character. Crap. This drink is awesome. Oh, it's so good. This is Deco Distilling's Ginger Rum mixed with Werner's Ginger Ale. Dude, this wow. is like a gingery, amazing explosion. Delicious. In my mouth. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. How can I possibly be drunk from one drink? Seriously. Because I made it really strong. Yeah, I Woo-hoo. I can already. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Carrie did say, oops, 22. Carrie did say that she wanted to come in and get us drunk. She is doing a very good job <laughs> of this. Success. So this, is a, so this is a local company, so you're saying yeah, this Yeah, Deco Distilling is local. Um, there are two guys here in Portland that are 
friends of mine. <laughs> um, you have so many friends. I know a lot of people. I have to say, I think you're one of the most popular people I know. I think you're one of the most popular people I know. Oh, everybody's popular. <laughs> We're like popularity twins. Popular. <laughs> um, so they started this company. Uh, Lenny, who's one of the founders of the company, started... In, uh, he did a, an infused rum a couple of years ago and he called it Slingshot Rum. Mm-hmm. And he brought it over to my New Year's Eve party, which I don't think you've ever been to, Sarah. No, but we Greg. do. Our, our birthdays know. are four days apart. Yeah. So we have always planned like a joint birthday party that's never, never happened. happened. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Every year we're like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to get it together. And it, it never just happens. never happens. Um, but <laughs> so what are you looking at me for? <laughs> no, I'm just listening to you guys talk. And this year <laughs> you have a special birthday party. So I hope to be at least part of the festivities for your special I birthday party. Would, I would love a few. Oh, you gave me my wallet last year yeah, for my I did. birthday. Yeah. Oh, that awesome wallet that I have with the little band and the oh, yeah, yeah. sparkles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's a Carrie Carter original. A Moto Kitty original. Yeah. Yes. Katie loves that thing, actually, by the way. My wife, Katie. When's Katie's birthday, Greg? Uh, October 25th. Oh, my God. She's in October. Wow, I was also. pretty quick with it. Yes. <laughs> you looked scared. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can I remember? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even put you on the spot like that. You, I've been drinking. What? Two drinks in. Uh, sober something. Oh, so Katie, is she a Libra, too? <laughs> I don't know. I think that makes her on the cusp. She's like, she's like on, on the cusp. cusp. Yeah. I yeah. have no idea. I have no idea about any astrological All signs. All you know is that you love her. Yes. <laughs> My <laughs> love knows no astrological <laughs> sign. Whatever it is, it's a perfect match. <laughs> so Lenny started, uh, he made the slingshot realm and brought it over to my New Year's Eve party. It was a ginger infused realm. And I was all, hello, thank you for the free bottle of booze. And drank it. It was great. So yeah, this is like three or four years ago now. And then about a year and a half ago, him and his business partner, Bill, went through all of the hoops you have to jump through to actually make your own booze in America, mm-hmm. which there are a lot of steps you have to take. Like you have to have background checks and you have to like register with the ATF. Is it still the ATF? Really? Yeah. yeah. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearm. I think they subdivided somewhat. Oh, I might be off on that one, but you know, there's a lot of stuff you have to go through for licensing, for legality. Like the labels have to go through certain types of steps to get approved. And wow, I think, I don't even know. It's, it took a really long time. Anyway, they have two rums on the market now that are full-fledged, legit, and sold here in Oregon. I like it. It makes my lips tingle. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that, too. It's kind of <laughs> Well, the ginger spicy. rum's really spicy. Yeah, and it's really good mixed with just about anything I've found. Um, the ginger's really nice. Like, what I've done with the ginger rum is... Because usually I drink vodka. Like, mm. I love flavored vodka. But yeah, because when you were saying rum, because I'm not a big rum person, and this doesn't taste like... Because when I think rum, I think, like, sickly sweet. Yeah. You know, like... I don't know, like, but but Coke and just, you know, like, yeah. all mixed like together. Like Captain Morgan's think, type Yeah. So. Part of it's a matter of how you mix it. So, we, you know, I've bartended in the past. They've bartended in the past. We're kind of coming up with recipes. And two of the, like, like I was saying, I, I used to drink, well, I still do every once in a while, flavored vodka. One of the things you find with flavored vodka is that the way they flavor it is they add a shit ton of sugar. Okay. okay. So your proof goes down in vodka. So, like, I'm going to have a blueberry stoli and whatever. And it'll be like a 60 to 70 proof vodka versus the rum, which is infused, which is a full-fledged 80 proof rum, which Ah. still has really good flavor. So I've been, Mm -hmm. you know, switching it out. Like right now we're doing ginger rum with ginger ale and I've done ginger rum with pineapple juice. I've done like instead of a tequila sunrise, I've done ginger rum and like in a hot toddy, add some ginger rum because ginger rum is also really good for your, ginger is really good for your body. Ah, see? I have ginger chews for when my throat is feeling a little wonky. Yeah, I mean, have you ever had those? No. Oh, they make your throat. Ginger chews? Yeah, ginger chews. Yeah, you can buy them at like Trader Joe's. They're like two bucks for a giant pack of them and you can just chew on them and if your throat's ever feeling like a little ragged, Uh then it just, it's amazing. You you chew on them and like like warms the cockles of your throat and gets all like tingly and makes it feel better. 
All I like to think about is the cockles of my throat. <laughs> so yeah, are you writing your next Chester Hunting? <laughs> You're like cockles. Cockles of my throat. <laughs> like cockles. That's good. Um, Actually, that is okay. funny. That uh, that word has already been used. <gasps> you wrote cockles. I can't wait. To it's already it. been written. <laughs> I just got bluebells cockle shells stuck in my head. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's, a, it's from some nursery rhyme or something like that. I don't remember. Really? I'll, I'll Google it. Bluebells cockle shells. <laughs> I can't remember it right now because I've been drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's not ginger syrup. It's not ginger flavored. It's like naturally infused with natural ginger. So Oh, cool. And oh, you can sh- tell, too, because I can feel it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm also using Werner's ginger ale, which comes from Michigan. I'm from Michigan, but mm. the Verner's ginger ale is like my favorite ginger ale in the world because you can buy it here in Oregon at Fred Meyer and you can get it at New Seasons also, but it's got an extra little like vanilla twist to it mm. and it's got extra sparkle that a lot of ginger ales don't have. So mm. ginger ale with the ginger rum itself, delicious. <laughs> ginger rum, ginger action. <laughs> ginger rum with Verner's ginger ale. Sounds like some kind of Best niche porn. <laughs> Seriously, I'm already done with like half of this, and we've been sitting here for five minutes. (laughs) I'm glad you like it. I love it. Thank you, Carrie Carter. You're welcome. Well, uh, should we do a little entertainment news? Oh, sure. Let's see here. Now, yes, now I've been drinking. Oh, there it is. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, I did just say that. I was hoping nobody caught that. Arguably. (laughs) Arguably, Greg, I caught it. (laughs) Argue you. Argue you. All right, I have a little audio for this one. All right, so we've been talking all week about uh, Jesse James. The saga's almost over. Yeah, I know. Fuck so he, that guy. I know. Well, he did. Well, get this. So he did his interview on uh, ABC last night, and this. So he went on and he was talking about you know like how he fucked up his whole life, blah blah blah. But then he talks about uh, the Nazi photo that he was taken about. And instead of um, being apologetic about it, it's a little weird how he answered this question. So this is what he said when he was asked about the Nazi photo. But while in rehab, his reputation took another hit when Us Weekly ran a photo of him giving a Nazi salute. I think out of anything, this is why I'm doing this interview the most, because, you know, dealing with uh, losing my marriage and my son and embarrassing everyone and decimating my life, but to be called a racist on top of that is, it like... It makes me really sad seeing the photo and the way it's very I eloquent. Look. I don't even remember like taking bear. the photo, but it was just I can tell by the look on my face. I was it was a joke that was funny then, probably for a minute, but then looking at it in the context of now in my life, it's not funny. Yeah, so right. what he's saying is, at one point in his life, he thought Nazi photos were funny. Yes. Well, who doesn't find Nazis hilarious? <laughs> in your minute, just ruined you a lifetime, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be so glad when he's gone away. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny, because I've never heard him actually talk until, like, the last couple of days when you've been playing him. Mm -hmm. He does not sound like a badass biker dude. No, his voice does not match up with his face and his whatever else he has going on And this guy had his own television show. Yeah. I know, and I never, yeah, I've never seen him speaking. It's like when you see a model talk. Uh It's like, you shouldn't have a voice. I don't understand this. No, not at all. (laughs) Nazis are funny. All right, well, speaking of douchebags, so um, Joe Francis, the Girls Gone Wild founder, uh, yes. back in the news, accused of attacking two of his female employees, one of which is an extremely pregnant woman. <laughs> Joe grabbed the cell phone of a female employee. Uh, the employee was using the phone to send an article to a news media outlet about the bad things that Joe Francis was doing with his company. After he grabbed the phone from her and read what was written on the phone, he came back and physically attacked the female employees in the accounting uh, department, one of which was very visibly pregnant. 
<laughs> the police report states that it was a civil dispute with allegations of Francis pushing female employees who intended to distribute negative press material about him. So he decided to fire everybody around, including anyone who only witnessed the attack. He should be happy that thing. anyone wants to work for him at this point. Seriously. I mean, this dude just got out of jail. And now he's, like, shoving around pregnant chicks. <laughs> Beating pregnant women. No. <laughs> the Joe Francis story. Who's <laughs> <It's> that issue? <laughs> <I know. laughs> so as, as Greg likes to say, it's a potpourri of news. Like, seriously, delve deep today. Deep enough to find David Hasselhoff. Ooh, the Hoff. He's back in the hospital. No. Yes, but he's he's okay. But the um, wait. He, before you start that, is it okay if we have some different music for the background? Absolutely. I love this new microphone. Listen to this. Ooh. Ooh. It, awesome. it does. Don't hassle the Hoff. Okay, so uh, he checked into a Los Angeles area hospital yesterday, and a 17-year-old daughter took him to the hospital. She's the same one who filmed him eating the cheeseburger. Oh, okay. That one time, yeah. So he's battered, uh, battled severe alcohol problems for years and has been hospitalized more than five times in the past year for binge drinking-related problems. Uh, he'd been drinking alcohol for three days before being hospitalized. I guess he was on a bender. Wow. Wow. Yes. He still continues to deny his drinking problem. Well, I know, three days. We're like, as we're sitting here with cocktails in hand. I haven't even set down my cocktail. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so um, he continues to deny his drinking problem. Wait, let me take a sip. And I'm sure he'll try to deny it this time, too, as Source says. And that's sad because it's his daughter who's suffering when she has to take care of him after a bender. So basically he's living with his 17-year-old daughter who always has to like tote him to the hospital. Oh, man. Every time things go horribly awry. That would suck balls. Yes, it would. I was a fan of the Hoff. Well, I think I think the Hoff's gonna be okay. Yeah, think mm-hmm. you'll make a comeback. Mm. Oh wait, I need to cue up a song. Hey, um, Carrie, how familiar are you with Tila Tequila? Is that the little itty bitty tiny chick with the boobs that likes the ladies and the gentlemen that had her own TV show? Kind of like Gollum with boobs. You know what I know about Tila Tequila? She dated that Casey Johnson chick that OD'd, right? Yes. yes. It's like, oh, she died. Her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know about her. I didn't shot of, watch her show. Shot of Love, I think it was, or something. Or yeah. Shot at like, Love. It could be a girl. It could be a boy. Who knows what I'm going to date? That <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. She is a total, and she is like our favorite. Oh, she got beaten a couple months ago, right? There were like pictures on her Twitter or Facebook or some shit about her like having bruises from some dude or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was... Uh, who was it? It was a, a player for the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, and she yeah, was saying that he beat her, of, and then it didn't. She makes smart choices. <clears throat> have yeah. you ever heard any of the songs that she's done? No, she makes music. Okay, well, oh, let me get boy. the story first, and then I have the. <laughs> what? I, I just got the song. Okay. Cuter. Okay, so Tila Tequila. It's not very exciting news, though, but she is actually going to be on. Actually, it is exciting because we get to watch her. She's headed to celebrity rehab. Yes! For a self admitted prescription pill problem. Oh, that's Aww. fantastic. So supposedly she has admitted to really loving cute. to snort the prescription sleep aid Ambien. And she bases her entire... She's snorting Ambien? She's snorting Ambien. That's commitment. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So her friends are saying she bases her entire day around it. Her day is basically she wakes up, snorts Ambien, Googles herself, does more Ambien, <laughs> <laughs> Twitters all day, and then goes to sleep. What girl doesn't do that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what you do today? I Googled myself and I Twittered all day. Then <laughs> snorted some Ambien and went to bed. Oh my um, god. <laughs> so yeah, so... um. So she's going to be on there, um, according to addictionsearch.com, people who snort the sleep aid often experience extreme side effects, including hallucinations, uh, increased impulsivity, like maybe stripping in front of a camera with your tampon string hanging out. Oh, really? Oh, you've missed the whole saga of Tila Tequila. Yeah. Yes. So she also uh, claims on her Twitter account, 
She wrote, I know I'm an extremely smart girl and run to all these empires when I'm not even 30 yet is quite an accomplishment. However, I finally admit to myself I can't rely on taking prescription pills every day for the rest of my life. I must not be another Lindsay Lohan where I flush everything I worked so hard for down the toilet. What has she worked hard for? Really? What has she done that, in in all honesty, in defense of Lindsay Lohan, I mean, what has she done that compares to what Lindsay Lohan has done? Yeah, absolutely. Like starring in major films, Mm -hmm. whereas Tia Tequila was in... What was the last movie Lindsay Lohan starred in? Well... I know who killed me. <laughs> yeah, which is one I still haven't seen. <laughs> what was the last blockbuster? She, played, she, no, she plays a mean secret girls. twin amputee stripper in this movie, and she's like, "Is this the fucking, new one?" The it new came one? out a couple, like a few years ago. She's fucking high out of her mind. She has Weird. like a full on sex scene. She's like, she plays a secret twin amputee stripper. It is an incredible movie. I kind of want to see it. Secret twin amputee stripper. Yes, she has. Yeah, it's a secret twin amputee stripper movie. That's kind of fucked up and awesome. It's kind of we. Need, I, I'm seeing a movie night in our future. Okay. All right. Well, here is Miss Tila Tequila's contribution to society. So, um, if you're wondering what she does, um, here you go, sister. Are you ready, Bo? She doesn't even know, Craig. I know. <laughs> Who produced this? I was wondering that too. Questioning Miss Tila Tequila's <laughs> contribution to society. I know. Just think of this amazing song. I wanna fuck the DJ. Holy shit. I wanna fuck the DJ. Okay. See, and it sounds, it honestly sounds like Pharrell produced this thing from the Neptunes, but I, I highly doubt he has that poor taste. I don't think Pharrell has those sirens either. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Wrong yeah. Protection. We fucked the DJ? Yes. It's her and her multiple personalities. He gave me until The reason I don't love this song is because it's totally not relatable. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't go squat on DJ's father? You're not a real chick. No, I, apparently I'm not. I mean, she is like an Oreo with cream in the center. <laughs> there are no elements to the story which I can relate to. Okay, we can totally stop playing this song now. Greg's kind of into it. Drunk Greg likes the song. I feel broken. <laughs> And finally, she got paid to make that. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet she paid to make that. Actually, I would be surprised if some record label was like, "Yes, we want to put you on this label. We're going to give you a million dollars to make this song." Okay. I bet she. I bet she spent all her money on getting that produced. Are you making her drink stronger than yours? No. Promise. I absolutely promise. I measured them out this time. Oh, I'm almost done with this eyeballing. One. That one yeah. was really good. I want to do that one again. This one's really good. But I'm out of ginger rum, so I think next drink's going to be mojito. <laughs> mojito! Mojito! <laughs> All right, and finally in entertainment news, Britney Spears has come out today. Britney Spears, come on. Yeah. She's been in hiding. I still think she's hot. 
Britney Spears has come out today claiming that she wants to be... No, she looks better now. She does look better. That she wants to be frozen after her death so that she can be brought back to life later on. Oh, jeez. Yes, she went to Disney World <laughs> recently. <death> <laughs> so this is what inspires Britney Spears. She went to Disney World and got inspired by <laughs> Walt Disney was cryogenically frozen. She gets obsessions, and this is her latest. It started when someone told her Walt Disney had been preserved by cryogenics to be revived in the future. That was a myth, but it got her researching, and she became convinced it was worth a shot. So now she has paid money to have her body cryogenically frozen after she dies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's paying $350,000 to come back in the future. Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> to get knocked up by the next Ted generation's Williams. Kevin Federline. <laughs> Shave her head. Run amok. <laughs> I'm so jealous wow. of you future Britney Spears fans. <laughs> wow. She still has so much more to give. Maybe this means she's closer to posing in Playboy, though. Oh, yeah. I still say it was, it's going to happen. You think so? Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll happen to her after she's 45. Oh, see, but that, that ruins the whole thing. I think she's going to be sequestered, essentially, because, like, is her dad still taking care of her? I thought she... I think so. Or has she been liberated and emancipated <laughs> as an adult from her I don't father? know. She's, like, dating her manager or Well, something see, you like know what? That. This is good because whoever's watching her is doing a good job because we have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. So which is great. Yeah. Which is why I think it's going to be some, you know, a long period of time before we see her pose naked. Damn it. And she's going to have to go through the whole thing again. Like, she's going to be set free and emancipated and... She's going to be a girl gone wild, Joe Francis reference, Yes, for a little while. We're going to tie it together. And, um, yeah, but see, a 40-years-old Britney well, going is wild isn't the same thing. She's, I think she's 28. 28? 28? She's a, I think she's a year younger than I am. Okay. Okay, I'll give her till 38. Yeah, see, that, that doesn't I'm sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, this <laughs> just ruins the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, there's really nothing left to see other than just her vagina and her nipples. That's it. You've seen everything else already. Yeah, but in one... One nice, never mind. I'm gonna pictorial. Say yes, <laughs> a well, classic I mean, pictorial. Like, I can understand women wanting to see somebody's penis, but I mean, what really? What is the relevance of seeing a girl's vagina? Like just seeing it, because you can't really tell anything from the image. We can tell from the image of a penis, right? But you can't yeah. tell from the image of a vagina. No, there there are things right. you can tell actually. You can tell, like what? There's secret. No, things I'm not going to. Tell. No, oh, come things on. that shall not be revealed. <laughs> Greg Nibbler is the vagina reader. <laughs> Greg Nibbler, keeper of the man code. What's happening here? <laughs> what? Okay. Hey, I have one more. Here, wait. I have this thing here. Pull me up really quick. <laughs> and I've already Second almost spell. And there goes the rum. <laughs> Is it time for more drinks? There are elements I... Dude, we're like sitting here literally... Clearly. <laughs> the, these drinks got sucked down. <laughs> I know that was in like 20 minutes. <laughs> Watching the mighty fall. That is your entertainment news. <laughs> I feel dirty. We have ways of making you talk. And we have ways of making you rock. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good rock, yeah. Yeah, that's good, that's sexy rock, yeah. Ooh, eins, zwei, drei, rock!
CES ist nicht sonst aus, was ich nicht darf. Was für ein Rackabend CES ist nicht sonst aus, was ich nicht darf. Little sissy girly rock is all you ever seem to talk. It's so funny to watch you try, why don't you just go home and cry? This is your rock is inefficient by courage. This is pretty fucking awesome. Sarah, you've been missing out on the courage. I know, I guess so. You can see how my life was changed. I would listen to this. You sound like a bunch of characters from Beer Fest. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. A little bit angry. But you guys were pre-Beer Fest. We were pre-Beer Fest, yeah. I heard they got the uh, idea of Beer Fest from this song. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't actually like try to get it for the movie. I know. It would have been perfect for it. Yeah. Mm. This is so good. <laughs> just get a little chunk of mint in I'm getting, I'm getting little chunks of mint Yeah, so here. we're drinking uh, mojitos now. Mojitos. Mojitos. Oh lord, I'm not used to such like classy drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't prepare. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we even have mint leaves in it. Yeah, and it's all like muddled and stuff too. I'm almost done with mine actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> While we were what? sitting here, just like chatting. <laughs> That's awesome. Amazing. Two and a half minute song. <laughs> As they should be. I like a good two Straight and a half to the minute point. song. It's efficient. <laughs> so so we had taken a break and we were outside talking and we kind of delved into the love life of one Miss Carrie Carter. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so we were talking about it outside. And, um, and Carrie's seeing a gentleman. I am seeing a gentleman. Yes. And, uh, and I was, yeah, because we were talking and I'm like, are you still seeing that same dude that after we went to the craft fair that you were talking to him because he fell in a bush? <laughs> yes. And the correct answer to that would be yes. <laughs> I still am seeing the gentleman that fell into a bush while I was on the phone with you. And you were <laughs> on the phone with him, seeing, hanging out with you. Yeah, so she was on the phone. Yeah, that's right. She was on the phone with dude. <laughs> and then he went bush diving. <laughs> oh. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and then so we're talking about it. And I'm like, oh, so you're still seeing the bush dude. Okay, that's cool. And then you were saying that he fell in another bush? Well, I was hanging out with him one night, and we had had some drinks. And um, I, I'm really not sure, because I'd been drinking heavily, if it was really intentional or if it was unintentional. But yes, he fell into another bush, and I have captured it on film. He's really fucking adorable. And I mean that in the sincerest, most heartfelt way. He's oh, really I know you fucking do. Adorable. <laughs> she just had this great picture on her phone of this dude laying in a bush. <laughs> no big deal. Well, it's funny, because I... Nate and I, when we go out drinking, we we do a little bush jumping. Bush jumping. Yeah, where you're like when you're walking home. Okay, usually this is after quite a few drinks. Is that thunder? Holy crap! Did you hear that? Yeah, it is thunder. Holy shit! Awesome. Or it's the jets oh my again God. that I keep talking God, about. It's thunder, dude. That is insane. Wow. Yeah. I wonder oh, if that yeah. came through on the recording or not. But 
Oh, There's giant thunder going on outside. That is the thunder I've ever heard. Yeah. In Portland? Wow. Yeah. It sounded like God was bowling. Hopefully the car <laughs> doesn't go out. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood. Um, but yeah, Nate and I, when we, uh, you know, like I said, usually you have to have quite a bit to drink, uh, not unlike we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, you're walking home, there seems like a giant bush there. Sometimes just have a hankering to jump in it. Do you like want to surf in it or? No, you uh, do a full on, uh, well, if it's a, if it's a big enough bush, you can do a backflip into it. And? That's a lot of fun. Oh, well, no, that then ends you land up you on the being bush. stabbed by a branch or something. Well, you have to pick out the right one, and you also have to hope that there's not like a fence underneath it or like a concrete pillar because so that like that hurts. Yeah, stabbed through the body. Yeah, that that part kind of hurts, or you hit your head. I've been impaled. <laughs> hey guys, look at me. But no, I mean if there's a if there's nothing under there, not that we're recommending this at home, mm-hmm. but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's pretty fun, actually. I do have to say, there is a um, a bar in my neighborhood that does have... Well, I think they're gone now, but did have these long, flat bushes. You know, they're like a you know, foot off the ground, and they just mm-hmm. look like they want to be jumped on. So, yes, I have yeah. actually jumped in bushes, too. Yeah, and it's fun. always a bad idea, and then I'm always, like, scraped up in the morning, and I have, yeah. like, little bits of... But it's like, what type of bushes are those that are being manicured that you feel like you could fall into them? I mean, I have a feeling like if I tried to fall into a bush, I would fall into blackberries or holly or something just totally dangerous. And I'd be like, what? It's funny. <laughs> and I'd be all scratched me. up and broken. Yeah. Yeah, you do have to be careful on, on selecting the bush. I did fall in. It's a very delicate operation. Hmm. I did fall into a rose bush once when I was peeing in the backyard at a party. That was really painful. <laughs> Wait, like, what? It sounds like days of uncomfort. Like, oh, thorns. oh, it was awful. No, I was at a, um, it was in college, and I was at like some party, and you know, everyone was just like the the bathroom. You know, there were like twenty people in line. I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm just gonna go you outside. Got a yard. Yeah, there's a yard. The world is my bathroom. So I go outside, and I'm like trying to hide behind these bushes, and you know, and I'm peeing, and I kind of like lost my balance and fell into a rose bush, and I had at scrapes. All over me. Oh. <laughs> Thankfully, nothing. Yep, yeah, got into any pertinent areas. But. Wow. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough. Oh. I did that at a party one time. Only it was we went out. Uh, I, it was uh, I went down. I was hanging out with my brother in college. And he had this friend, this lady friend that wasn't his girlfriend. And all night I was kind of hitting on her. And then finally, um, we went outside and we were at the party and we started making out and we were both so trashed we fell like. <laughs> Head first into this bush together, like, together. like arms wrapped around each yes, other. Yes, out in front of everyone. Everybody at the party turned around and then noticed what we were doing, and it was uh, it was Whatever. quite embarrassing. Yeah, and we it was into a rose bush, so we were all Great, scraped up. Just and, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Look yes, at that. that's what it was. Those He's already guys. making out. I'm still trying to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> He's really running a rose bush with a hot. Yes, chip. yeah, very classy. I'm a classy individual. I just talked about peeing in a backyard. You think class? Well, is I was like, thinking about that too. It's like you know, I know a lot of guys who will pee in backyards, and I know like a select handful of women who will, but will only admit to it like in certain groups. Like, oh no, I do. I am. I am. I do it. Yeah, I do it too. Not often, but I do it. No, I do it. Like um, last time I did it, I think was uh, two weekends ago. Not this weekend, but the weekend before when I was at. Um, a softball game. Yeah. And there's only so one. So this was far in your past. This far happened. in past. I am, <laughs> I am way Years ago. <laughs> no, it was a week and a half ago. <laughs> and there was only, there, you know, 12 teams playing softball and one tilted, stinky, hot porta potty. Ugh. That was it, just Those one porta so potty. Gross. No, they're so gross. And it was our, it was on an <sighs> angle, too. So you're oh. kind of in there and you can't really balance anyway. Because and you're always it's afraid a, it's going to fall over. Yeah, so. 
Just found some bushes and... I hate being in those things. I hate them, hate them, hate them. They're so gross. No, and I, I have a fear that somebody's going to shove it over every time I'm in there. I don't even, I don't even have the fear of sh- it getting shut, shoved over. Like my, It's not even a fear. It's just like I'm so grossed out by it. Like, and you're breathing in all like, these like people's excrement as right. you're in this like, hot <laughs> like, box. I think that the germs in those things would be worse than like the germs in hotel beds. Like It's oh. on that par for me. Just It's possibly one of the worst <laughs> phrases I've ever heard on this show. Breathing in everyone's excrement. Yeah, yeah because they like, are. A little hot box full of everyone's bowels. Oh. <laughs> and it doesn't go oh. anywhere except on a truck to be disposed of. It's so gross. Yeah, and all like the particles are flipped. I'm oh. never using a porta potty again. I just made this <laughs> I will decision. Pee outside wherever I'm <laughs> at. No, I will pee outside forever. When we uh, had a, when we were working at the radio station, we had a listener event, and some of the engineers thought it would be hilarious. To duct tape me into a porta potty. <laughs> Sarah, that's it was up. funny. I know. Well, thankfully, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> And I'm like, what the no. fuck is that? Like, and I knew, and, and like motherfuckers, like, I know. And I like kicked open the door. Thankfully, they didn't get it like on too tight. Those engineers, I love. I would have been so mad. <laughs> I, I would have been mad if I was actually trapped in there. Yeah, but I got out. But I heard like the duct tape being wrapped around. I'm like, what is that noise? It was pretty funny. Yeah, mm, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, Carrie no, Carter at least like Ben Dennis. Carrie Carter does not like this. Well, should we call it a show? Should we... Do you want to sing them? Sing, oh, my gosh. Do you want to sing some karaoke? Like, 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 oh, Lord. I don't know. Can we think of anything to sing? <sighs> I don't know. Carrie? What would be a good one to sing? Well, we've been playing, like, The Rock all day. Well, what's a good uh, rock song that we I play? think you should karaoke one of your own Courage songs. I think that's I don't know a fantastic if that's a good idea. idea. <laughs> I don't know if that is a good idea. I, Sarah likes this, yes. <laughs> I totally think that the Nib Man should sing Sarah a Carrie song. Like sing to myself. Sing to yourself, and we'll be your, your adoring audience. I, I'll light my lighter. Yes. I'll flash myself. What phone. would you want me to sing? Um, what are you in the mood to sing, Greg Nibbler? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've never Russell sang Spanker to my own third. songs. <laughs> I don't It's a pesky problem. I've never sang to my own would you do songs. It? Would you do it? Would you do it? What? Sing your own song? What would you want to hear? What are my choices? What are you in the mood to say? It's kind of hard to get into the courage. Uh, you can do it. What's mullets in love? <gasps> mullets in love would be kind of a challenge to sing it. Um, I could see. try it. Oh, forest of despair, the wings of Armageddon. <laughs> well, I got to remember that. No, that's a long one. Okay. <laughs> she was looking good today. With D is for die. No. Well, that one's pretty easy. Yeah. I don't know how entertaining that would be, though, because we say die, like, I think we counted our jumps, like, 97 times in the song. Um, boy. Uh, I think this is kind a of great on the idea, spot. Gary. I'm sorry, Greg. Um, and I agree, Sarah. <laughs> I think he wants to. It's just he's never been asked. I don't know. I've never actually sang He's never been with song. a Courage super fan before. <laughs> no, this is true. <laughs> this is awesome. See, so, like, how often does this happen? All right. We could, um... I guess we could try mullets in love. Oh, well, this is kind of intimidating. Oh, okay, we won't look at you. No, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have to remember the lyrics. In all honesty, it's been a while since I've sang it. (laughs) Greg Nibbler is Russell Spanker III. What is with you and your alternate personalities have the third on the end of them? I don't know. It just sounds good. I haven't heard this in so long. <laughs> it's exciting. How much drink, Greg? Yeah. Oh, this song is epic. We should have just started making two drinks at a time. We really should have. 
Well, she was looking good today with that a Chuck Norris T-shirt on. I'm sitting on the washing machine on my double white front lawn. I said, Hey, baby, have you seen my a brand new radio? It's hard to hit that note. It's I saw the Kentucky waterfall And I noticed that you got one too We could be A mullets A mullets in love yeah. A mullets A mullets in love All the night The other Greg went longer Yeah, he did <laughs> Other Greg was much more sober. (laughs) (laughs) I was at the drive-in Tuesday Watching American Ninja 3 I had about 13 bush ice I had to get out to take a pee (laughs) So there I was standing on a cold night Whipped it up for all to see Outside. My wookie's <laughs> as thick as I think it's so Come on baby, stroke my hockey ticket wheel Mullets Mullets in love Mullets Mullets in love, yeah Mullets Mullets in love it over now. Mullets. Mullets in love, 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 night. Oh, night, 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 night. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, all right, 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 right. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> you just made my day. You just made my month. This is a curse. Fangirls dream come true. I've never actually sat still and sang this song. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly uncomfortable, Greg. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's Greg. awkward. I've never sat down and actually sang that, that kind of a song. Awesome. That was so amazing. Good job. Thank Dude, you. Between that and Chester Huntington the third, I feel like I'm not pulling my weight. I need to find like some secret skill. It's retarded. Trust me. You don't want. It. You don't want any part of this. All I can say is thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> well, I will get you an autographed Courage CD. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, the band sign it. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Wow. <sighs> Carrie Carter, thank you so much for coming on. Greg and Sarah, thanks for having me. I had a really fun <laughs> afternoon. 
<laughs> well, I still don't think we still have a couple more cocktails in us before. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you have a website? Is it motokitty.com? Yeah, motokitty.com. M-O-T-O-Kitty.com. Yes. Gentlemen, if you want to buy your lady friend or yourself, yes. you know, teach their own. If you're uh, here in Portland, come down and visit me because I love, love, love doing custom orders and making bags to fit people. So. And she's fun. Like, go and um, she's a cool, uh, as you can tell, she's a cool chick to talk to. So go in and shoot the shit with Carrie Carter. And where's the store located It's at? on Division between 11th and 12th. And okay. I'm, on, I'm there on Sundays and Mondays because okay. the rest of the week I'm producing and being a lady of leisure. <laughs> a lady of leisure. She's an entrepreneur. <laughs> a of, what if in someone's I, dream? A of romance. Um, shoot us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail. I know, I'm trying to go to this. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. Yes. I've had a lot of cocktails. Uh, <laughs> order your t-shirt at funemploymentradio.com under the store section. Join Talk about f- things in the forum, yeah. Yes, join the forum. The link is right there at funemploymentradio.com. And if you want a free book, click on the audible.com link. There you go. Right on our webpage. Yes. I think that's about it. I think that's good. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Come on, Greg, you should sing along with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing to this one. Second chance! <laughs>